What's going on, Success Edge listeners? Tyler McCart. Man, I'm excited about this one. Episode 15. We're going to talk about some wisdom. And that God's got a plan for you. Here we go. So, thanks so much, guys, for listening in. Obviously, I'm appreciative of you actually taking the time to... Whether you're on a treadmill right now or whether you're in your car or whether you're at your office sitting there uh, with your headphones on or wherever you're at, uh, I appreciate you taking your time to actually listen to this podcast uh, because this podcast is geared for you, uh, mainly about success in a Christian perspective, taking your walk to the next level, obviously in in the marketplace mainly. And I'm excited about doing that, but wanted to put out the plug of the week real quick. Um, and I don't know if you guys, uh, here's the thing. I mean, obviously you can tell that I enjoy the technology. Uh, I am big with technology and I wanted to put the plug for another app that really I use every, every day now. And it has actually become my Bible. Okay. You know, whereas before, you know, about, oh, I'd say about six years. Uh, well, not that long, actually about three years ago, I got an iPad. And when I got my iPad, um, I made the decision to actually cut over to, you know, basically utilizing my iPad as, you know, my Bible. And I've done that for the last three years now. And you know what, honestly, I've really enjoyed it. Now there are some there's some there's some cons to it, uh, but for the most part, uh, I've seen a lot of uh, positives from utilizing my Bible uh, or actually utilizing my iPad uh, for my Bible. And I use an app called UVision. Uh, excuse me, not UVision. <laughs> UVersion. Uh, UVersion, and it is uh, probably one of the more popular ones out there. Uh, you've got pretty much a couple different things if you re- if you actually sign up and have an account with them they can you know you can start to post things to social media you can also bookmark things and they'll remember remember those bookmarks for you they also have uh, specific bible reading plans uh, that's actually one of the cool things about it I really like that a lot because it gives me something to kind of uh, go by now that doesn't take away the uh, areas that I am focused on where I'm meditating on specific scriptures, you know, on a daily basis. And that's the other cool thing is actually you can tag uh, certain scriptures inside this app. And by actually tagging them or what they call labeling them, you actually can hit that label and it'll pull up all those scriptures. And you, can, you can just rifle through those scriptures and meditate on those scriptures uh, real quickly. And I really like that a lot uh, with the app. And, you know, the other thing about the app, uh, because, you know, I have an account with it, uh, obviously it kind of goes wherever I go, meaning that if I don't have my iPad with me, I still probably have my iPhone and that I can pull up, say, a scripture that, you know, is speaking to me uh, that I might have you know, hit on my iPad, but now it's going to be on the same, uh, same version for my iPhone. And so if I'm out and about, 
or if I'm talking with somebody, uh, like for example, the other day I was actually in Starbucks, met a gentleman, he, uh, quoted a Bible verse, uh, that I really liked and, uh, I marked it, I bookmarked it in there. And, uh, the next morning I was actually able to come back to that and, uh, kind of look over that, uh, bookmark. So good little app, you version, you version, and it's got a lot of different versions on it. Uh, if you don't like reading the Bible, uh, per se, you know, or you don't have a lot of time, I'd better say it that way. If you don't have a lot of time, this is actually a good app, uh, because it will actually read the Bible to you. So if you're in your car and you can hook your car, you know, Bluetooth up to your phone, you could actually play the Bible as you're going down the road. And you could actually be going through a whole bunch of uh, the entire Bible if you wanted to going to work. And, uh, you know, it's just another better, it's another way for you to actually get the word of God inside of you. So, but outside of that, guys, I wanted to dive into this episode, episode 15, Wisdom. And the, you know, the subtitle to this is God has a plan. Yep. God has a plan and you have to have wisdom for your job, for your business all around, right? It is the principal thing. Instead of you sitting there just rushing whenever you have a situation that happens to you, instead of just saying, oh God, help me, oh, la, 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 la. you know, instead of panicking like that, you know, you need to remain calm because you know that everything's going to be okay, number one. And number two, that you need to just have wisdom in the situation. And you need to have God's way of doing things for that. So, but there might be times where that you need to have a plan, that you need to have something that is specific to your situation and not just a generic way of handling that situation or you know, or another way to look at it is that, hey, I'm going to just, whatever happens, happens. Uh, because, you know, God is a very specific God. All right, I want you to hear that right there. God is a very specific God. He's not a generic or a general type person. I mean, you think about how many different people there are in this world. God made them all or, you know, made uh, created Adam that produced basically all the different types of people. So God's definitely into details. I mean, you can look at, you know, when the children of Israel were needing to uh, make the temple uh, for the Lord, the Lord had specific, I mean, down to, you know, how long certain things were, how much distance in between certain things were, what type of metal was supposed to go in those things. He was very, very specific, and God wants to be into the details of your life, and that means in your job, in the marketplace, in that business deal that you're trying to win, or in that you know job you're trying to get, or you know the job you're trying to seek, or you know that business you're start, trying to start up, or the business you've had in your back of your head for so long that you're you know you've said, man, I know I want to start my own business, but I just don't know how to. Well. God has a specific plan. Now, I want to read this scripture to you. And a lot of you guys have heard it before many, many times. It's very popular. But I want to put it in that context, okay? And it is 
Jeremiah 29, verse 11. Okay, Jeremiah 29, verse 11. And the scripture basically says, I'm going to read it from the um, NIV version. It says, for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you, not to harm you. Plans to give you hope and a future. And obviously, I'm talking about plans specific. And you've got to find out what those plans are. And I'm going to go into maybe how you do that here in a second. But I just want to give you a couple of examples of plans that were different than sitting there thinking that, oh, God's in control. God's going to handle this situation for me. I've just got to wait on the Lord. I don't know how many times that I've myself personally, I've done that, or I've heard many, many people do that. Or I've heard people say, you know, the battles, you know, not mine, but God's and which is a good statement to make, but it's a very, you know, generic statement that might not be the specific thing that you need to have happen in your situation. God might need you to do some things in order to make the situation happen or in order to make the deal happen. Let me give you a couple examples. Okay. One is God told Noah how big the ark was, how to build it, and what kind of wood, what kind of dimensions that he needed. And it was a very specific plan. All right. Let's go keep on going. How about Jericho? The fall of Jericho. Well, God obviously needed to tell Joshua. Joshua had to inquire of the Lord. And God told Joshua, said, hey, you know, look, uh, walk around the uh, city of Jericho. Don't say anything for, you know, six days. One time, make a lap around that city one time. For six days, and on the seventh day, you know, make a make a lap for uh, whatever it was seven times, and blow the horns and shout. Well, that was a specific plan. Okay, you know, you can look at David, David and Goliath. Well, God had a specific plan for David to kill Goliath. All right, that David obviously took a slingshot which was not a common weapon in that warfare. Obviously, Goliath was a perfect model of what a common weapon was. And even the fighting tactics that David used, where it says that David ran towards Goliath. Well, in that those days, you know, you would probably see majority of people that would be fighting or sparring. You know, I mean, you just look at what the gladiators would do. They would kind of, you know, kind of walk in a circle around, you know, you know, eyeballing each other. Okay. That's what they would do. But David ran towards him. There was a, you know, a new defensive or new offensive way of doing things. So it was a plan that God gave David specifically. All right. Let me use a, you know, another, well, I just use one more example from the Bible. You know, talk about the woman with the issue of blood. Here, this woman was, Crowded, crowded, crowded area, but she had the thought, okay, I'm sure the Holy Spirit must have dropped it inside of her 
that all I need to do is touch the hem of his garments and I will be healed. I've already gone through tons of doctors. I've given away everything that I have in order to get he- to to get myself well from this issue of blood. But you know what? I've got a new plan. I've got a specific plan. I'm going to go and touch the hem of his garment. And she took her faith and applied it. Here's another thing. This is modern day. I had a pastor that I listened to quite frequently, uh, Pastor Winston, Bill Winston up in Chicago, great man of God. Well, he and his church bought a mall. Yeah, (laughs) bought a mall and they were going to be in that mall on a certain night. It was going to be the first time that they, you know, they had already walked away from their previous place. They had about, you know, a couple, several hundreds of people that were attending the church, probably about, you know, I'm, I'm not sure the number. I know it's more than a hundred, uh, well more than a hundred and maybe close to a thousand. I'm not sure, but it was a significant number. Let's put it that way. Well, all of a sudden the city that he bought the mall in basically put out an ordinance from city council saying, you know, a church cannot, is not zoned to be in this, you know, area. You know, even though they bought that mall, they put up a, you know, ordinance saying that no way, Jose, you're going to be in, in there. Well, obviously that was an attack from Satan. Well, brother Winston actually went before the Lord. He, he said, okay, you know what? I've got to be in the mall you know, what can I do? So he, he actually asked some of his, uh, you know, people asked some lawyers that he had some people on his staff, you know, what do you guys think we should do? Cause we got to be in this place tomorrow. Well, <laughs> cause we got church tomorrow. <laughs> well, lo and behold here, brother Winston, you know, people are saying, yeah, you know, we could sue or we could, you know, uh, go to court and try to lobby and petition and all the stuff and everything. And brother Winston said, well, how long is that going to take? And, you know, the people said, well, I could take at least six to, you know, eight months before we can even, you know, get the thing resolved possibly. And he said, man, I got to get in this thing tomorrow night, you know, tomorrow I got to be in this place. So brother Winston, basically pastor Winston went, uh, he said, you know, all right, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to go, go to bed early. I'm not going to sit there and worry about this. I'm going to go to bed early and I'm going to wake up early in the morning and I'm going to pray in the spirit and I'm basically going to inquire of the Lord on what I need to do about the situation. So he said he woke up about four o'clock that morning, began to, you know, meditate on the word and also pray in the spirit and uh, inquire of the Lord on how to do what he needed to do. And a plan unfolded. He said that um, the Lord directed him to a certain scripture in Romans. Um, I'm, not sure which uh, chapter it was. It might be Romans 13 or Romans 14. I can't remember which chapter it was. But he said, the Lord told him to go read those scriptures. Read those scriptures that the Lord gave him to the mayor of the city. So Pastor uh, Pastor uh, Winston called, <coughs> called the, uh, the city, made an appointment with actually the mayor and 
got in front of the mayor for about 15 minutes. They had some small talk. And then the pat and then pastor uh, Winston said, mayor, the Lord wanted me to have you read this, uh, have me read this out loud to you. So he stands up before the mayor and reads the scriptures to the mayor and her face turns white as a ghost, basically, as he's reading this. And she immediately, after he gets done reading it, jumps up, goes over, says, Pastor Winston, let me get right back with you. Can you wait about five minutes? He jumps up. She jumps up, walks out, <clears throat> goes and does whatever she does, comes back in about five or six minutes later and says, Pastor Winston, okay, here's what I, I got an exception for you for just for tonight. I'm going to basically have the police and everything hold off from, you know, doing anything or whatever, but you've got tonight to get in there. Okay. And have your church service. Well, <laughs> that was just enough for pastor Winston to be able to get in his church service. And they've never left since. Yep. They never left since. Now here's what happens whenever you have a plan. When you have a plan, guys, all of a sudden, you have a peace. You're not worried about stuff. You have, you know, you're not sitting there fretting over certain things. I mean, even how I got my own job with the company I'm with, Office Depot, as a outside sales rep, is I got a plan from the Lord on how to get my job. Okay, I'm not going to go into all the you know, story behind that. Maybe one day I might tell that story, but here I am. I was able to, I got, um, I resigned from my previous employer, employer. Okay. And then, you know, a couple days later, all of a sudden the Lord told me what I needed to do in order to actually get the job I have today, which I've had this job now for seven years and very thankful for it too. So God has got a specific plan for you, for you and it will relieve a whole bunch of stress, anxiety from your life. But you have to be the willing to actually get in line with that specific plan. You've got to take some time to do that. And so let me run through these quick, quick things here. I got five things that, uh, you know, first off that uh, you need, uh, you know, in order to make all this happen. Okay. They're just very general, but you know, I'm just going to give these to you. So number one. You need to know, this is the first thing, you need to know, K-N-O-W, know that God has a specific plan for your situation. You need to believe that by faith and know that's the first step that you have to have. Number two, you need to take some time to get before the Lord, all right? Here's the thing. You might not, you say, Tyler, I don't, I don't have a lot of time. Well, can you give up at least, you know, five or 10 minutes and get before the Lord about that situation and say, Lord, I need a plan. Give, I, I need a plan, Lord, help me to know what I need to do in this situation. And don't sit there and bawl and squall about it. Be confident in the Lord and say, Lord, I know you have a plan for me. I just need to hear from you. Give me the ears to hear and the eyes to see what you want me to do about this specific uh, situation. Give me the wisdom. I receive the wisdom. You know, these are things you can say in order to get that. Number three, 
This is big. (laughs) Write down what God tells you. (laughs) Oh man, that's a huge one right there. Write down what God tells you. You know, don't sit there and just say, okay, the Lord, you know, whatever you tell me, you know, I'll do and everything. Well, it's a whole lot clearer when you write it down and you put it on paper, what the Lord tells you to do, because guess what? You can go back to it and you can review that plan. All right. And say, yep, I remember that Lord, or you can actually take it. And here's, uh, here's number four is once you've written it down, you might want to take some time to meditate on what God had told you to do on the plan. Just take a little bit of time. Don't just, you know, yeah, God might say, you need to do this right now, okay, but that's fine. Or, you know, you might want to sit there and just meditate on the word, uh, on that word that God gave you, because it'll be specific to what your situation is, and take some time to actually go and, you know, meditate on it. But then number five, put the plan in motion. Put it in motion, begin to apply it, and trust me. It will come to pass, okay? And it's going to relieve a whole bunch of stress, a whole bunch of stuff that, you know, might be coming at you. And trust me, God's just sitting, God's already got the plan, guys. You just have to sync up to him. You have to just get in line with him, and that's how you do it, right? And he's got a specific plan for your specific situation in the marketplace. So... There you go, man. I, that's good stuff right there. Good, good, good stuff. All right, gang. That was good stuff right there. I appreciate you guys listening. Uh, those five steps right there are definitely what's going to help put you over. You know, make sure you write that plan down. You know, get some time to get before the Lord about it. Know that by faith you've got the plan. All right, that God's already got a plan for you. All right, and then execute it because it will take a lot of stress, a lot of you know everything out of your life. So next week I will be talking some more about some wisdom and how to apply it to your job. I appreciate it, guys. If you don't mind retweeting this or you know like this actually on my Facebook page, and uh, we'll catch you guys on the flip side. Have a good one. God bless. Bye.